Hey everyone, I'm John Steele, and this is After Four, a podcast for InterVarsity alumni. Life after college is hard, and even a great experience with your InterVarsity chapter doesn't shield you from the challenges of transition. As we hear stories from real alumni learning how to make it in their post-InterVarsity reality, my hope is that this podcast will offer some encouragement, a few laughs, and even some hope for the future. This is After Four, and these are your stories. Yeah, I, I'm start. I'm starting to feel an interesting tension. There's probably a number of tensions that I should feel, but the one that's standing out to me here is the thought of we 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 serve and we know and we love a God who is both knowable and mysterious, and will always be that. Uh, at least in this in this part of life that we are, this part of eternity that we are existing in right now, like knowable and mysterious will exist. And so, I mean, to me that, that adds an interesting element to, to this pursuit of theology and, you know, under knowing and engaging, um, uh, because of the idea of like, I'm trying to better understand, but there's always going to be some mystery in the midst of that. And that feels like sort of a tense place to stand. Yeah, I think that gets to um, how theology might differ or what a broader definition of theology um, means in relation to some of some of those ideas that Jeff mentioned. Theology is not. Yes. Um, or it is more than. And and I think there's there's it's good to try to arrive at at some answers. Um, and, you know, I don't we don't want to say that answers to certain questions don't matter. Um, but in pursuing the diversity of ideas and relationships between those ideas. Um, for me, I've experienced that as very grounding. So when mm. I then encounter a big question or, you know, for our students and staff who are deconstructing or, or hearing all these issues in the news and trying to figure out how does this relate to my faith, I then have a sense of the, the one way I was taught about God growing up is good, but it's not the only way. Um, so what are other ways that people have thought about God, experienced God around the world and history? And that gives me a lot more confidence that there are answers out there. And, and it's fun and exciting for me to try to look into them. But also I can be free that I actually don't need to find answer to every question because I exist in this community um, that that holds me up and that also exposes me to a lot of different ideas uh, so I'm looking for, yeah, trying to live in that tension is, is really important. I think the, the diversity of our community um, and time and space is, is really helpful for that. Yes, which speaks to the which speaks to diversifying our understanding of our and others traditions, like one of those important key elements. You know, and frankly, if if we don't do that ourselves, God will do it for us. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, one of the very popular kind of often used passages for your these InterVarsity alums, as you're listening, you, you probably, your staff probably took you through a passage in Acts where Peter goes and meets the centurion. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Peter was unwilling to diversify his uh, tradition awareness. Um, he, he was aware of just one thing, and he, he couldn't fathom how it could possibly be that he should get up, kill, and eat. Peter, you know, God lowers that sheet to him, says, look at all these animals, take and eat. And um, he says, I have never, <laughs> I have never, right. um, but God um, had to intervene and open his eyes to what, what was, what was possible. Yes. Yes. 
Um, so one of uh, a particular a particular uh, term that comes to my mind, and we've we've briefly touched on this, but is the idea of doctrine. Is it helpful to make one last distinction here of like what is the difference? Because that feels like one that's very that's used interchangeably, probably theology and doctrine, and, and and I'm going to assume it should not be. Uh, but how how does this different differ from doctrine? Yeah, so, um, you know, I mentioned the Trinity would be a, an example of a, a doctrinal element that's part of understanding the doctrine of God or or who God is. Other doctrines might be atonement or sin or, um, you know, the eschatology, the end time. So they're, they're kind of buckets of ideas mm. um, that we um, try to study and understand. And the, the good thing is that those those tell us some key elements of our faith. So... The atonement matters. The Trinity matters. Um, those things are central to what it means to be a Christian. Uh, but the way in which we understand those things uh, can vary significantly in the way in which we try to relate them. So it's important to understand, you know, this is what uh, systematic theology is. One kind of idea of theology is, is trying to understand these different doctrines and how they relate. So if I have a particular view of an atonement, that shapes my view of sin and vice versa. So these things are related. Um, you know, historically, systematic theology is maybe seen as trying to create a really tight system of these ideas, um, of these different doctrines. And I don't think that's what we want to do. So um, okay. that doesn't help us um, see tradition uh, across differences or across communities. And um, I think for me, it's important to recognize that these things are related. Um, but again, getting to that tension between uh, certainty and mystery, exactly the ways they're related, exactly the ways we understand the atonement can vary. So uh, whether if we think about atonement and penal substitutionary atonement, is that the is that the only way to understand atonement? Mm. Or do we think about other things like Christus Victor or different ways of understanding the atonement? And we might come to recognize that actually these all have something to say. Um, so it's not about like relativism then, but recognizing that within scripture, Actually, a lot of these are present. And so how do we try to hold them together? You know, for me, there's a story there. Um, I, it, students were always asking me, uh, you know, how do, I, how do I choose a church? In fact, they still do. You know, is this a good church to go to, right? So maybe a friend moves to a new area. And um, the ones that don't ask, you know, a lot of times they're, they're just mostly looking for like, does the worship style fit? Is there a place for my kids? You know, stuff like that. But occasionally somebody will send me the doctrinal basis of a church and they'll say, like, is this a good church? Like, is, does this look okay to you? And mm. um, and that that's what is meant by doctrine. And what doctrine really does, it describes, uh, it, it kind of declares in a very clear way what this community is committed to. And, and, and that's not the same thing as doing theology. So de simply declaring what you're committed to doctrinally or dogmatically, is not the same thing as how you got there. What experiences and traditions and, you know, thinking processes and approaches, all that kind of stuff is different. So um, when, when somebody asks me, is this okay? I mean, typically it's okay, you know, it's, it, sometimes it's, it can be a little weird and I'll tell them why. But at the, at the moment we're talking about why, now we're doing theology, hmm. right? Now we're, we're feeling it out. We're asking God, what's God doing there? You know, is this really okay? Is this where the Spirit's leading me? 
And um, what does this have to say about what they really ultimately believe about the God that we that we name and that we share together? That, that kind of stuff. That's it, it feels to me like, uh, you know, quote unquote, doing theology uh, is a way to fairly consistently keep yourself humble in the things that you believe of like of identify like having a it seems like having a fairly a stable doctrinal structure is important of saying like, these are the things that that we believe, but understanding how we got to it and how it influences the way that we live and whether or not we can continue shaping our understanding of these elements, like that that's at least in part what, what theology does. It sort of flows in and out of, of our doctrinal stances. Does that that seem fair? Super insightful, John, um, and and I hope I really hope that's true of me and Emily and Bruce Hansen, our other colleague in the theological formation department. And, and the reason why that's true is because when we start asking questions, you know, people don't want to be humbled, right, John? Mm, right. Like, no, nobody thanks. wants. To, but <laughs> when we start asking questions that come out of our training in theology, people freak out. People get hmm. so nervous. Like, are you testing me? Are you, and, and the humility stuff really becomes the issue. Pride makes it so that we don't want to answer new questions. We yeah. don't want to show our work. We just want to have the commitments that make us comfortable and, and we don't want to be challenged. But theology does ask those questions of us so that we can stay in a conversation about God in community. Hmm. It's, it's that breakdown of community that makes us not want to answer those questions again and again with other people or have new questions. So that humility is so important. I don't know that I always do it right. I can feel kind of the blood pressure rising into my <laughs> neck when somebody asks me a question that I don't want to have to defend or explain myself. Yes. But yes, you're right, John. Humility is required for this. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today, alumni. If there was anything that you learned, really enjoyed, or that encouraged you from today's episode, would you send us a DM or tag us in a story? We'd love to hear about it. You can find us at After4Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, take just a second to unlock your phone and subscribe to the podcast. If your platform lets you, leave us a rating and a review. And if you like what we're doing here, share us with your InterVarsity or other post-graduation friends. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the after, alumni. <laughs>